Welcome to the Run for God Run Club, where you will find God in a runner's space. Welcome to the Run for God Run Club. This is your one stop each week to be motivated and inspired to get off the couch and onto the running trail where you can, in turn, inspire others to do the same. Let's learn, laugh, and leap into running together, giving God the glory for what we're able to do in His name. I am your running host, Dean Thompson. I am joined once again by Run for God founder, Mitchell Hollis. Good morning, Dean. Good morning. You know, we've got this whole COVID-19 thing still going on, and uh, although there's there's good news and bad news every time we turn on the, the news, but one of the great things about this pandemic is that runners can keep doing what they do. Yeah. Isn't that yeah, awesome? Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah I, I, golly bum, I hope this thing's going to come to an end. Well, um, me too. You know, we just, the studio where we record here, we have to now put on a mask to walk in the front door, and once we get here, obviously, we can take them off. Um, but yeah, runners can still run. Walkers can still walk. I hope cross country season's going to go. It looks like your girls are y'all are on schedule. High school's on schedule. Um, I just hope that holds. Well, I do too. I do too. You know, if you play another sport, there's, there's a lot more concern. And so a lot of folks like they're not meeting to, you know, we normally have a lot of local groups that play soccer and they, they meet together and they get in these little groups to play soccer. And a lot of that's not going on right now. Yeah. And so it's sad because those people who rely on that to be in good shape and to, to remain healthy are not doing that. And yeah. I, I think that's going to have a health, some health consequences down the line. Yeah, I think there's a whole lot of consequences that are going to come a resu- as a result of this that we haven't even thought about yet. Yeah. A few that we have, um, the, you know, the kids' mental health, obviously, mm. uh, they need to get back in schools. And, <laughs> and the parents' mental health is a result of them getting back into school. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah. I know for me— I'm ready for mine to get back in school. My office is in my house, so I hear banging and yelling and screaming all day long. So I'm <laughs> I'm ready for a break selfishly myself. But uh yeah, I'm just I'm ready for things to get back to normal or hopefully I think we're probably gonna have a new normal. Yeah. But I hope it's close to what it what it was. Me too. Me too. There like I said, there's plenty of promising news out there about a lot of things and we're seeing some places where they've been able to bring the whole spread way down and yeah. Um, it looks to me like everybody's going to wind up with a spike at some point in time. Yeah. Every state's going to wind up, and, and it seems like they're happening at different times. Right. But everybody's going to wind up with one eventually. Yeah, and, and the problem is you just don't know what to believe. Right. There's so much. I, I, I took a screenshot of something yesterday, and I said, I'm, I'm going to go check that. Is that really true? And when I went to check it, I wound up more confused yeah. than when I went to check it. So, yeah. Yeah, I think it is what it is. God's on the throne. Amen. Um, and that's all we can ask for. Amen. And we can be glad that we are runners, that we participate in a sport that we can keep doing. We can be as competitive or not as competitive as we want to be. It's cheap. Um, we can do it anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, there's just a lot of reasons to love running and walking. Yeah, and so, uh, absolutely. Thank God we can keep doing that. Um, so, hey, you remember a couple of weeks ago, we talked to Jared right here in these studios, and he talked about the J Radio app. And at that time, we were hoping that the J Radio app was going to be approved for Apple. There been a lot; it's been a long process. Apple 
just so you know, they're a little bit more meticulous about checking things and how they work and what they look like on the on the user end. And so they're really particular about getting things just right. Well, it is just right. Mm-hmm. And so now J Radio is out for Apple. Yeah. I can't wait. I haven't listened to it because it hasn't been available. Well, Jared actually sent me a, a kind of a, a sneak peek of it. Evidently, there was a... a a beta version that you could listen to because you know Lane did the the playlist. Yeah, you know, my son yeah. Lane has a playlist, and and I'll be honest, I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like Lane's kind of music. We're very different, but it's got a lot of the uh, the hip hop. It's all Christian music, and and Lane actually walks you through his playlist. So in between a lot of the songs, he tells you what the next song is about. So it's really cool to listen to. Um, so yeah, people can actually go listen to that now. Um, maybe I'll come out with a Southern Gospel playlist. I think Jared, the, all the guys here at Partners for Christian Media, they want us to all the te- all the Room for God team to put together a playlist. So that'll be fun. Uh, to do. But yeah, Lane's playlist. I think if you go to the Radioactive um, part of the of the the app, and yep. you, you'll find Lane's playlist. I think it's called Catching Fire. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you can find out what a what a what an eighteen-year-old or seventeen-year-old <laughs> likes to work out to. It's not what I work out to, no, no, but no. it's uh, it's glorifying God. So that's Amen. that's all I can ask, and I'm I'm proud that he put that together. Yeah, yeah, that, it's fantastic, and I, I look forward to trying to put together a list myself. And um, I bet mine and yours will look very different. I'd say ours will look different, and each of those will look way different than Lane's. Exactly. So yeah. that's but that's the beauty, right? That's yeah. what I love about music. It's it because there's so much variety in music, so right. it's really neat to. Uh, and I like a. It's funny. Uh, there's certain genres of music I don't like as a rule, but I enjoy occasionally. Well, and I say I don't like Lane's playlist. I like it a lot more now that I've heard him kind of commentate it because, you know, when I start hearing the the beeping and the thumping and the and the bass, I just I kind of I kind of blur out right right there. But Lane actually talked about a lot of these songs and, and what they actually mean and what the words are talking about and what they mean to him uh, in the middle of a hard workout or whatever. So, you know, I used to not like Toby Mac. I was never a Toby Mac fan. And I went to Winter Jam one year, and I heard Toby give his testimony. And so it kind of humanized his music, and now I'm a huge Toby Mac fan because I know the person behind the music. So... I think that's what's great about J Radio is we have that opportunity through these playlists and the people narrate them to hear more about the person behind the music. So it just it kind of brings an old man around to, yeah. to a young man's music. Yeah, I, I haven't listened to, to, I have to confess, I haven't listened to Lane's playlist, but I can't wait to listen to it for that very reason because yeah. I like to broaden my horizon a little right. bit and, and, see, and hear some different things. So looking forward to that. So as always, we are sponsored by J Radio. So hopefully at this point in time, if you haven't already done it, or if you're an Apple user and you haven't been able to go out there mm-hmm. and get involved with J Radio, now is the time to do it. You know that moment when you're running and you settle into that perfect pace and then the next song comes on? Don't let that happen again. With the new J Radio, you can trust us to make sure that the next song in your playlist will help you keep up that pace. Check out the Radioactive Station on J Radio for all different genres of workout music handpicked for you while you run. Start listening now at jradio.com.
As always, if you have questions, you can send those questions to me at dean at runforgod.com. Be glad to answer any questions that you've got if I know the answers. If I don't know the answers, I'll even dig really deep to try to find the answer that you're looking for. Um, Whoever that means I have to go to. So let us know at uh, runforgod.com if you have questions, but also go to runforgod.com and learn more about what we're about if you haven't already done that. Um, Hey, Dean, I know this isn't part of your script right here, but let's stop right here and talk about what happened on Monday. We released the brand new Run for God Run Club website. You know, you were saying go to runforgod.com, but people can go to Run for God Run Club. Now, we've got a brand new website with all kinds of content on it. It's where you can subscribe to be a member. It's where you can find all the archives of these podcasts, the YouTube videos. The Dean's thoughts on the run are back. Uh, Everybody seemed to love those. So, yeah, I mean, I, I encourage you, if you haven't checked out run club yet and i'm sure we'll get to this at the end of the segment but go to the run for god run club.com website and and check out the new website i'm i'm excited about it yeah yeah it'll be about two weeks that we've been by the time this airs it'll, be about, true. it'll be about two weeks but you that, get me on this every time well it's good though it's, <laughs> it's good it's good um and and don't forget too that um once you check that out also there's a there's a tab on runforgod.com where you can submit your story Mm-hmm. And we would love to hear your story. We'd love to share your story. We're about to share somebody's story who it's a story from somebody who is literally on the other side of the earth. I mean, how awesome is it that we have the technology to be able to hear somebody's story and learn something about somebody who lives about as far away from us as they could possibly live? It's, it's very interesting. I looked up, I think the time zone that this person lives in is actually exactly... 12 hours. 12 hours away. So I don't know. We'll, we'll see. Um, so, or you can send those directly to me at dean at runforgod.com, um, and we'll, we'll take them that way too. Remember, too, if you're a Run Club member, then you go straight to the head of the list. If I get a Run Club member sending me a story, I try to get them on there pretty quick. Mm-hmm. So, um, so if you're listening to this, you're probably a Run Club member, and we'd love to hear your story. This week's story comes from Natalie Chrysostomo, I don't know if I said that correctly or not, and I'm going to butcher some more because she's from Batak, Ilocos Norte, Philippines. So we've got some mouthful. It really is. It (laughs) really is. I was trying to look it up and trying to understand, and um, it's just it's interesting. But anyway, better with that than I would have done. This good job. (laughs) This comes from Natalie from the Philippines. How's that? That works. And and her story is called the Quest. We're on, a, we're on constant lookout for the next great running lesson. Maybe it's the newest shoes or apparel. Maybe it's the best training plan. Perhaps it's the newest gadget. Runners are on a constant quest to find the next great thing. Well, what is your quest? I was recently reflecting back to all the quests that I have undertaken. As a high schooler, I was excelling academically, experiencing things, trying new stuff, living in the moment, and discovering my dreams and passions. When college came, the quest revolved around my dreams, career, and ministry. Upon graduation, the quest became planning out my life, laying it out before me. I'm going to do this. I'm going to be that. I'm going to go there. What is your quest? 
We're in, we're in an endless quest for something. Quest of intimacy and belongingness at home, at school, at work, or with someone. Quests of dreams, passions, and goals. Quests of satisfaction, fulfillment, or mere enjoyment. Endless quests of proving ourselves, if not to others, to ourselves. Limitless quests, coveting what others have and trying to get to that place. Never-ending quests of working to make life worth living. Some find it hard to admit that daily thoughts and actions and, yes, quests, are rooted in disappointment or out of frustration. We often miss the, re the resolution because we fail to recognize that the answer is something bigger than ourselves and not with life itself. We keep looking around, but we unconsciously neglect to look up. We don't like the ideas of being born in a broken home, being abused as a child, being bullied by friends, having a heart broken, being abandoned by a husband, burying a child, or being ill, maybe having a family and then fighting with them, succeeding in school and being let down, meeting someone special and then lose him or her, marry someone and then have an affair, or being healthy only to die unexpectedly. We are in a constant quest of avoiding these things. Often it's only after we have tried all other resources that we finally seek Him. What keeps us so preoccupied? Will you wake up only after you have nowhere else to run? You have one life to live. Don't let it slip by. There's a place where the water never runs dry, where healing is possible and dreams can come true. Where all quests end and you shall never be in want because Jesus will fill you. No words can explain the beauty of his presence. Will you keep running around? <laughs> That's a great story, Natalie. Wow. Quests. We're always, we're always on the lookout for the next thing, aren't we? Yeah, and I, I think I, I read this story early this morning, and I think what sticks out is is what she finally got to in her her last paragraph talking about that there's a there's a god-sized hole mm. in every human being and most people spend the majority of their life if not all their life trying to fill that hole and and the sooner we can understand that nothing will fill that hole except for god that that, that was put into us at, at creation and yeah, I mean it's just it's a great it's a great story highlighting all the things that we try to put in that hole and and you can put so many things you can you can tr attempt to put so many other things into that hole but the point of her story is nothing's going to fill it. And I like the word she uses here. She uses the word preoccupied because mm -hmm. that's what it is. We all I'm convinced that we are we all know that we're looking for something for that hole and we keep trying to fill it with those other things and that's a preoccupation. Mm -hmm. That's that's the flashy thing, the shiny thing that's right in front of us or that's the thing that somebody else has that seems to in this day of uh, of of constant bombardment from social media and pictures of people looking happy with that thing mm -hmm. that makes us think well that's the that's the filler of that hole. We're just preoccupied with all the things that get in the way. Yeah, and it's it's a trap. It's a trap that you'll never get out of. If you let yourself get into that trap, and believe me, I've been in that trap before. Mm. 
you know, 15 years ago, I was the guy that had to have the new truck every year and, and, and the boats and the campers and the to- uh, toys. Yeah. You know, it's funny. A lot of people don't know this, but the Run for God warehouse now, where we're, we're headquartered, where we do everything Run for God, used to be my toy toy place. It's where <laughs> yeah. I had a camper and four wheelers, and and it was it was me trying to fill that building with you know. Gay calls it Mitchell's art. You know, yeah. I, I built that building out beside my house when I built my house and thinking that was going to be for all my toys, thinking that was going to be for all the things that made me happy. And if you're not watching this, I'm using air quotes around that. Um, but I, the things in that building can never fill that void in my life. And, and I think we all have our building. It may not be a physical building, but we all have that thing, that, that void and, that we try to fill. And, and the quicker we can understand that it's not the things of this life, it's the God of this life is the only thing that can feel that, the better off we are. And, and that's, that's our goal here at Run for God is to, to point people to the one and only thing that will fill that void in our life. I love that metaphor of the building. Because that's exactly what it is. Trying yeah, to, I mean, try, it, trying to fill. We're all trying to fill. We're something all trying out. to fill something. Yeah, yeah. He shares some scriptures here, and the first one is from John four fourteen, and the scripture goes, "If you ask anything in my name, I will do it." And, and, and just so you know, I pulled that up. It's actually fourteen fourteen. Fourteen fourteen. John fourteen fourteen is that? I, th- I don't know if he typed I, it wrong. I think I typed it wrong. Okay, that's my fault. Yeah. Um. Yeah, you know, I was trying to find that this morning. I was like, where is Dean getting this? <laughs> uh, my fingers aren't as felt as they once were. Uh, you know, it sounds like a great promise. And we look at that, and I think that people outside of Christianity look, look at that, and they go, okay, I just have to ask for it. And they think how silly that is. But there's more to that. It's yeah. not just, I just got to ask for it, right? I think it's probably one of the most used verses out of context. Yeah. Because you... And you've got in your notes, you got to read before it and you got to read after it. And and I was really thinking about that that verse of scripture this morning. And I, I, I always like to bring my relationship with Jesus to my relationship with my son because it is a father son relationship. And and I think about if if you talk about reading before and reading after, and he he talks about some things. Um, that he expects us to do, and he expects us to do greater things than even he did. You know, in chapter 12, it says, Most assuredly, I say to you, he who believes in me, the works that I do, he will do also, and greater works than these he will do. And you think, how can we do greater than Jesus? Jesus started the process, but I looked at my commentary, and it says, Peter's message at Pentecost brought more followers to Jesus than Jesus' entire earthly ministry. Wow. And so when you put it in that context, he's calling us to do more. And if 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 we're following Jesus, if we are being the child that he calls us to be, just like if my sons are being the child that I'm calling them to be, then yeah, I'll do anything. Yeah. And that's the context by which we have to look at. It's not just saying, Jesus, I want a million dollars. I expect it you to give it to me because you say you will. Well, that's no different than my son coming to me and saying, Dad, I want a million dollars. 
I'll, Whatever. I'll kind of chuckle. <laughs> um, so we, you always have to put this verse into context, and and you got to warn people who take it out of context that re, read what's before and read what's after, and I, you even talk about what's after. Um, yeah, he says he says in verse thirteen. Before that, he says, "And whatever you ask in my name, in my name." In other right. words, when you when you're in my heart and you're asking for what I would ask for, that's that's basically what you're saying at that point. That I will do, and the fa- that the Father may be glorified in the Son. So the whole idea behind everything that we ask for is to glorify the Father. And if we're not doing that, then we're not we're not doing what He's asking us to do. And then that next verse becomes void. Because right. it's it doesn't matter then what you're asking. It's for. all predicated by obedience. Right, right. The obedience has to be there for this verse to become reality. Yep, yep. Um, and if we're asking for a million dollars just to be asking for a million dollars, that's that could be used to glorify God, and that that could be given to us, but it also may not be used to glorify God. Therefore, we won't get it. And it all goes back to those quests that Natalie talks about in, in this story. It, it all goes back to what are we looking for? Right. What is our quest? Is our quest to, to get that thing or is our quest to do the will of the Father? Um, and, and the verse that follows says, if you love me, keep my commandments. Mm-hmm. That's, so it works the other way. In other words, if you don't keep my commandments, then you must not love me. You know, yeah. it's, it's it's preceded by obedience. That verse and that verse is also followed by yeah. obedience. Yep. Yep. So you have to you have to book in that verse with those other verses to know to put it in context. Yep. 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 Love that. Love that. Uh, scripture number two, Psalm one hundred two twenty seven. Again, kind of the same thing. You, you have to kind of look before and after it. It says, "But you are the same, and your years will have no end." Um, again, the verse that goes before it says, they will perish, but you will endure. Yes, they will all grow old like a garment, like a cloak, you will change them, and they will be changed. Uh, in other words, all of these things of the world, they're all going to get old. They're all going to get dingy. They're like an old car. You know, a car is great when you get a brand new car, mm-hmm. but after you drive it for 10 years, um, it things start to go wrong, and then and, and there's bad, you know, it, it's no longer that new shiny thing. They all wear out. Yeah. All these quests will mean nothing. Right. But God's promise, it's shiny every day. Right. Yeah. So uh, that's, that, and it's amazing to think about that, how God never, never changes. And then scripture passage number three, Ecclesiastes 4.16, there was no end of all the people over whom he was made king, yet those who have come afterward will not rejoice in him. Surely this also is vanity and grasping for the wind. Again, the theme here is popularity and the latest thing passes away. Mm-hmm. Um, it's grasping for the wind. Uh, yeah, I mean, and you go back earlier on in that in that chapter, in, in chapter, or in verse 13, it says, better to be poor in wise youth and old and foolish, uh, an old and foolish king who would be admonished no more. I was listening to another podcast the other day. Um, It's actually the Unashamed podcast. And and they were talking about this very thing. They were talking about the blind man. And they were saying it's, in Jesus' eyes, it's better to be blind and following Jesus than to have your sight 
and be destined for an eternity in hell. And that is that is so hard to wrap our hands head around in in the days of instant gratification and I want it now and I want the popularity and I want the notoriety and 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 Jesus is very clear that's not the things that we should strive for. Mm-hmm. Um and yeah, it just goes back to these quests and and this you know, Natalie's story really hit home with me. I mean, it's a reminder that where we need to keep our focus. Yeah. Yeah, that's really what it's about, isn't it? It's about focus. Uh, question, what is your quest? And again, I, I submit that anything other than chasing after Jesus is grasping in the wind, as it says in Ecclesiastes. Yeah, and w- but we all fall into this trap. Mm-hmm. You know, we all see that commercial for that thing, mm-hmm. and our quest becomes, I want that. I've got to have. I need that. How many times do we use the word need? Yeah. In America. Yeah, we do. And we don't need for anything hardly in this country. Uh, I need for this virus to go away. (laughs) But other than that, I and I don't even need that really. Uh, We use that term so loosely. Um, But yeah, I mean, God's word is just full of reminders. There is one quest that matters in eternity, and that's a life devoted to following Jesus and trying to be more like him. Everything else is a want. It's yeah. not a need. It's a want. Because um, God gives us everything we need. And we've seen that through the Run for God ministry, how God has, has just, sometimes he just provides just enough, but it's just enough to, yeah. to keep us and sustain us. And um, that's, that's the mission, the quest, if you will, yeah. of Run for God is to try to keep, Keep sharing Jesus. Yeah, I mean, we even at Run for God, we get all these distractions sometimes mm-hmm. of we need to do this and we need to do that, and we we know what our mission is. Our, our mission is to to reach people with the gospel of Jesus Christ through the sport of running. Anything outside of that can become a distraction. Yeah, and and a lot of times it can be good things. <laughs> Good things can be a distraction. A distraction. Good things can be an idol. That's how Run for God came to be. It was running. I mean, who would think that running can become an idol? Yeah. Well, anything can. Anything can become an idol, and we've just got to we've got to constantly reset our focus on Christ, and that's only done through prayer, quiet time, reading the Word, understanding. The nature of Jesus is the only way to keep us reset in that. Yeah, yeah. Well, she follows up with another question that says, will Will you keep running around? I guess, in other words, will you keep focusing on these quests that are outside of the will the will of God? And I don't know if there's anyone out there who, who needs to hear the good news. Typically there is. Um, maybe everybody out there is a Christian, but the odds— are that there's somebody out there listening to this and you're wondering what this whole thing is about what this christianity thing is about and and i think it's important that we we share what that is and that is that there was a man jesus um who came to earth for us we're we're all sinners and the bible makes that very clear that we are all sinners everybody all of us me mitchell everybody out there anybody who's listening to this um and we have no way to get to God except through Jesus who took those sins and those things that we do that are wrong even today and took them upon himself as a sacrifice 
and uh, he died for us. And then, of course, he rose again on the third day. And we have to believe in order to, to find that eternity in heaven, we have to believe that Jesus did die for us, that he did rise again that third day, and that he is who he says he is. Um, and it's a free gift. Uh, there's, there's nothing more important in the whole world. So I would encourage you, if you're wondering more about that, to go to our Steps to Peace with God. Um, you can find that at the Run for God page. And there's a whole there's a tab there that you can go to. It'll take you through a series of videos. And uh, we just want to make sure folks understand the gospel. And you know, Dean, what, what really sticks out about, I mean, you nailed it. That That is presenting the gospel in all of 60 seconds or less. You just mm. did that. And people out there think, well, it can't be that easy. It can't be that simple. And it is. Mm-hmm. Now, the, the challenging part comes when you accept Christ. Mm-hmm. You know, nobody has ever said that it's going to be easy from here on, but it will be worth it because we're, then you have an eternity perspective and not just a, a, a perspective for here. Um, but yeah, yeah, for those of you listening who, who don't know Jesus and who don't have a relationship with Christ, it is that simple. And, and like Dean said, go to runforgod.com forward slash peace with God and there's there's four videos on there that will will broaden what Dean said just a little bit, but we don't broaden it too much because we don't want to complicate it. Um, too many times as believers we complicate things. Yeah, I know I have. Yep. Um, and it's it's not meant to be complicated. It's meant to be very simple. It's meant to be very easy, and anybody can make that decision right now. So if that's you, go go visit the runforgod.com forward slash peace with God. If you feel something tugging at your heart, don't hesitate. Pause this podcast right now and go do it now. Now check out the Big Share app. There is power in people's stories. It's a challenging time. What do you do when everything you believe about God is being tested and God doesn't look like the good father that he says he does? You've got layers and layers and layers of hate in your heart. It it takes God to clean it out. Your story can help encourage others around the country, just like these stories have. You can walk through a simple process of sharing your story with the Big Share app. Download the Big Share app in your app store to start sharing hope with others. All right, we're back. And so I was listening to a podcast today and they were talking about making some decisions over NCAA sports. Um, and also in the same, in the same day, they're going to make a decision on the London marathon. Mm. So they're talking about whether or not they're going to have something. And the word is in the background that they plan to have some kind of a London marathon this fall. So probably, usually probably scaled back. I think the, well, the London marathon's in the fall. It's like October ish. It's not, not far, I think from the, um, the New York marathon and when it normally is. So. Um, yeah, it's, that's incredible. Great news. Yeah. We've had some, some track athletes recently. The, there was a group of young ladies from the Bowerman track club who just set the world record in the four by 1500 meters. Um, that's interesting uh, that there are folks out there that are training hard enough and working hard enough right now to, to set world records. Uh, Donovan Brazier, if you don't know his name, he's an 800 meter runner. He just ran a, a pretty fast time. Um, in an 800 meter race this past week, there's a 
uh, a track meet coming up in Monaco soon mm-hmm. where there's going to be some pretty good competition. Now, I know a lot of these meets are limited, mm-hmm. but if you're jonesing for something about running and racing, there's something out there. Well, and it's funny you say that because, you know, we talk about, you know, Lane's triathlon on here some, and, and we got word just last week that the world championships may still happen. We That was just a foregone <laughs> conclusion that that, that was – that was not going to happen. Um, but Lane got a text uh, from a from a coach that he works with some, and it, it basically said, keep your swim sharp. <laughs> it looks like the world championships may be happening. And uh, but the reason for that is it looks like the Hamburg elite races, which is the professionals, um, that race is going to go on, which will be a qualifier for Worlds. And they don't know where it will be. It was supposed to be in Canada, uh, but Canada's pretty much locked down its borders for now. So they don't know where it's going to be or when it's going to be, but they're they're talking like it may be the Southern Hemisphere sometime uh, late fall, early part of winter, and uh, so that's exciting. It you is. Know, it's it's you know, uh, it's it's exciting at the the thought that maybe some sense of normalcy is is in the pipeline now. Uh, we're seeing a light at the end of the tunnel, and we're realizing that's not an oncoming train now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We may be coming yeah. out instead of getting run over by something. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's exciting. I, I, I hope that's the case. And hopefully by the end of this year, we've got good news, at least on a vaccine or about something else. And we don't want to get into the controversy of the other stuff that's out there, but there are definitely some things out there that are helping to treat people. Sure. Um, so hopefully we're at the point where we're a little less scared and we're able to get out there and do stuff. So, uh so here's my question. My next question is, are you content? Think about that question for a second. This story, I'm going to talk about a story called discontentment, which is going to go right along with what we just talked about with the quest. So it is that time where I share Dean's thoughts, which is a time when I share something that I've written about the intersection between running and faith. And it is called discontentment. I know this is going to sound harsh, But the world wants you to be unhappy. You don't believe me? Then why are you constantly being told that you need the latest product on the shelf, the latest car in the showroom floor, or the most up-to-date cell phone? Why are we being bombarded with advertisements telling us we need to change insurance companies? Seriously, they want you to be unhappy enough with what you have that you want the new things. Now, I don't blame them. They have businesses to run and products that people really do need, or at least things people would like to have. Businesses need to sell their products and services. And how can they do that if they don't tell you why their products are better than what you already have? But in order to sell those things, they have to create a need in your brain for it. They want us to be unhappy. Or how about discontent? Maybe that's a better word for it. But we don't have to buy it, neither the idea nor the products. Think about this. If we're always thinking about things we need, how can we be happy with the things we have? Some of the best things, maybe even all of the best things, are free. Running is free, essentially. We're meant to enjoy running. No, we can get caught up in the I wishes, I wish I was as fast as him, or I wish I could run a marathon like her. But if you think those things, you're falling into the world's pattern of thinking. 
There's even a call from the world to be discontented with the very act of running itself. As in, if you see me running, someone will be chasing me. (laughs) Sometimes I think about things I need when I run, but the runs are better when I just appreciate running. There's something to be said about being in the moment and enjoying what you're doing. As Christians, we're called to be different. If you're a runner, you're already a little different from most people. Why not be even more different by not buying into the thoughts of discontentment that can be related to running? Come to think of it, why not be downright radical and think in the opposite direction? And while we're at it, let's be even more radical by understanding that Jesus is enough. If we have him, everything else is just extra. It is great to have nice things, sure, but if all that was stripped away, could we still be content? In Matthew 19, Jesus is talking to a rich man, and he says, If you want to be perfect, go, sell your possessions, and give to the poor, and you will have treasures in heaven. Then, come follow me. When the young man heard this, he went away sad because he had great wealth. And then Jesus said to his disciples, Truly I tell you, it is hard for someone who is rich to enter the kingdom of heaven. Again, I tell you, it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for someone who is rich to enter the kingdom of God. When the disciples heard this, they were greatly astonished and asked, Who then can be saved? Verse 25 is the key to this passage. Even the disciples didn't understand that having things and access to even more things didn't mean anything. In their day, if you were rich, you could have almost anything. Doesn't the world tell us the same thing today? You can be anything or have anything if you have enough money. But Jesus calls us to be different, to act different to think different. You're a runner. You're already different. Why not go all the way? Good story, Dane. Imagine that rich dude being confronted in that moment. (laughs) Yeah, and and I guess one of the things that sticks out to me, and you you kind of alluded to it somewhere up in there, but at one point, the story that Ryan Hall told in the interview one time just really jumped out at me through your story. And he was talking about how at the end of some of these big races, he would go into the elite tent where they all, all the elite guys are. And he said, you could, you could look at the guys from Africa or from the East and you couldn't tell if they had a good race or a bad race. They, They were just talking and laughing and carrying on with each other. He said, but you could always tell the guys from the West or mainly from the United States because their race was written all over their face, and they weren't content. They weren't satisfied. Some of them are never satisfied with their performance, but the guys from Africa, they, they were content. They understood that sometimes we have ups, sometimes we have downs, and if they had a down day, it wasn't going to bother them. They were going to still laugh and carry on with their friends, and I, I think it's a, it's a good lesson here that we need to be Content. You also talked about the the marketing of as I just bought a new smoker. Um, I had a smoker, and it was 
held together. If you don't know what a smoker is, I, I smoke meats. Like I love to barbecue and things like that. And and I he ha- does a good job with it too, folks. I had a smoker, <laughs> and it was it was okay, but it was held together probably with the grease that I had smoked through the years. <laughs> and but it it was a smoker, and I had one. Well, I decided I, I got to looking at the new flashy smoker, so I went and bought one. And I smoked some stuff last night. You know what the difference in taste of the food between that new smoker and that old smoker was? Zero. Zero. Yeah. And it <laughs> and it kind of hit me last night. I mean, it's nicer and it's got better thermostats and better meat probes and things like that. But that old smoker was just fine. But, but our nature says I've got to have that new flashy thing. And so, yeah, I mean, there again, your story goes right along with Natalie's story. I mean, it's, yeah. the, it's the idea of are we content? If everything was taken away, would we be content? You know, some people argue that, that, um, and I've seen some memes of the, of the little kids over in Africa who, who say that, that we're the messed up ones, that, that we're poor because we have so much that we're never content. And yeah. sometimes in these these villages in Africa, they have so little, but they're content. So it kind of makes you question who has it right. Yeah. And um, yeah, yeah I mean, great story. It's, yeah, it's a good good point. And I think that you know, with talking about the the rich man from that time, of course, being rich back then was probably even a bigger deal than it is today. Uh, but the things that we chase after today, even in comparison to the to him, are so meaningless. You mentioned the smoker. I mean, the smoker's a great analogy. Sure. I mean, does that really? But but we get we get we get so caught up. And there's nothing wrong. We we need to preface no, this by saying true. there's nothing wrong with being wealthy. There's nothing wrong with having things. Um, but it's it's your perspective. It's what do you use those things? Yeah. For I have I have some great friends who are very wealthy. Number one, you would never know it. <laughs> by talking to them, but they're very giving. They are, yeah. They are the guy. Uh, these people are the people who make it through the eye of the needle because they've been blessed. God has blessed them with with wealth, but they use that wealth to bring glory and honor to God. And yeah. you would never, you would never know it by their outward appearance or the way they talk or even really what they live in. Um, but they they use that. They're good stewards of that. And God's word says to to those who who receive, they will receive more as long as they're using it to bring glory to God. So there's nothing wrong with there's nothing wrong with me buying a new smoker. I want to say that. Yeah, yeah. But it's it's the whole idea that I had one, and I said I needed a new one. I didn't need a new one. I wanted a new one. And we have to learn to to draw the the distinction between those two words. But that recognition that you had afterwards, I think, is is the key. It's the it's the understanding that that one was eventually going to fall apart and you weren't going to be able to use it anymore. Right. And you don't want to wait till it falls apart to replace it. So right. it was probably time to replace it. But but the realization that, hey, you know what? The, this, the shiny thing's not all it's cracked up to be. It's neat. It's cool. It's great. I love it. But, you know, I've, I've, I bought a new vehicle for the first time in mm-hmm. the last couple of years. And uh, it's, it feels great, 
Um, and I take better care of it than I but do. But does it get you down the road any better? No, it does not. One? You know, we battle this a lot yep. with, and I'll just say it, I battle it a lot with my son, both my sons, but specifically Lane. You know, I, I've always joked and said if if you need Lane to do something or you're, you're trying to get Lane to do something, all you got to do is say it's going to make you faster. Yeah. <laughs> and he's all over. He'll do it. But he he gets caught, and I do too. We both do. But he gets caught up in the, this new Garmin watch, or these new 4% shoes, or this new nutrition, or put whatever product in. Yeah. They know, though, the manufacturers of those products know the hot button words to use. It'll make you faster. So Lane is constantly wanting the new technology, the new shoes, the new apparel, the new nutrition but we know what makes you faster. Yeah. It's it's not any of those things. It's going out there and working and and doing the work. Well, what's interesting about that 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 I don't I don't yeah, you weren't angling this way, but I'm I'm going to say it anyway. I I we had a practice this morning with college girls and I had two of them that had on brand new shoes. And they're the latest and greatest. Mm-hmm. And you could see a difference in their sure. workout because of what was in in their brain, and so, uh, and that's great. I mean, it's great to get a, a mental advantage too, right? So having those things will give you the mental advantage. So they will kind of make you faster, uh, but it's not the actual shoe, right? We just have to be careful of how uh, far we how far we take that. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I Holly, my wife is no different. You know, she she she'll she'll kind of plateau in, in whatever training she's doing or she has in the past and it's amazing what a new pair of shoes yeah will do for a female runner even me i, I oh. I'll, I'll i'll say the same thing I'm there it's too. like i've i've got this new thing so i'm gonna do better you know we, we used to say I, i'll never forget when lane got his his first set of racing wheels for his bike now you put those in a wind tunnel and it is proven that they are faster but it is a fraction but he can feel it yeah, well, yeah, he he could feel it. It was so much faster. He got in the pool the other day. He was doing a, a time trial in the pool uh, with his swim club, and he borrowed a speed suit from he one told of me his about buddies. It. And this is a three hundred dollar pair of jammers that he put on. And he said, "Dad, when I when I jumped in the pool, I was so fast." And I was like, "Hogwash!" It wasn't that big of a difference, but. But in his head, yeah. and that's that's where the the benefit will come a lot of times. Yeah, is the mental boost it gives you, not necessarily the physical boost, but you you think you're faster, therefore you become faster. So yeah, as long as we understand that that's what's going on, it's okay. It's like just like I said, it was okay for me to buy that smoker, so long as I I don't fall back on the crutch that I need this. It's it's a won't. And I think the bottom line is this, is if you can step back from your wants and you can say, Jesus is still most important to me. Absolutely. Then, then you're good. Yeah. I think that's where it comes For down sure. to. For sure. Got to have that check. Yep. Yep. If you've ever participated in any sport, you've probably met a great coach. Great coaches inspire us to do more than we ever thought possible. You can be the leader that helps others achieve things they never thought possible. You. Yes, you have the ability and the opportunity to be that person. All you need is a heart to help people and the ability to follow a plan. The Run for God 5K Challenge will come ready to help you inspire those around you. 
The step-by-step guide will direct you how to plan, pray, and train people both physically and spiritually. You can help them become more fit in their health and in their walk with Christ. Share your passion. Go to runforgod.com to find out how to inspire others to accomplish big things. I've said it before, if you are not a Run For God coach and teaching the 5K Challenge to somebody, um, what are you waiting for? Go ahead and jump in and become a Run For God coach today. Um, And and while we're at it, let's talk a little bit about Run Club. Do you think we're on our way to becoming the largest run? We want to be the largest run club in the country. Do you think we're on our way? I think we are. I think we've spent, spent a lot of time over the past year fine-tuning this club and all the way down to the website which we talked about just released on Monday Um, but we've got an incredible amount of content encouragement training plans access to coaches um, that number one you can't even find a lot of that that stuff in other clubs we have all that not only do we have that but you becoming a member helps us to present the gospel to a group of runners who may or may not know him. Um, I mean, runners are our mission field. We're very defined on what our mission field is, and it's runners. And in in America, there's 60 million of them. We have an enormous mission field out there. And, and when people join, it helps, it helps this ministry to continue on and it will, it will help it continue on for long after you and I are gone. You know, our, our goal is to build something here that goes beyond us. Yeah. You know, who who knows my, who might be sitting here 30 years from now? It, I have no idea who that would be. But my hope and my prayer is that somebody's still doing this 30 years from now. Amen. Long after we're on to greener pastures or we're on into heaven or wherever that may be. Um, and, and Run Club, we feel, is the tool that's going to create. And not only that, but we're—, we're we're getting with the times, you know. People listen to media differently nowadays, and we have yeah. pretty much every form of media. Uh, you can consume our content in lots of forms of media now. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, go check out Run Club. Like I said, it's a brand-new website. It's runforgodrunclub.com. I keep having to catch it's, myself. It's so hard to say that. Uh, but go check it out. I think you're going to love it. You may even see some familiar faces on there, uh, the the photography and everything and it's great and the content is even better so go check it out yeah uh so we i've gotten some i got an email the other day but talking about cross country we talked a little bit about that before um love cross country fall to me it it used to mean football but more and more it's just all about cross country Mm -hmm. and i love cross country i love being at meets um and we're certainly going to have some meets i would say uh, we don't know exactly what they're going to look like, and but I do know this: I did get an email from from one group where that has a huge, probably maybe the biggest race in the state of Georgia, tons and tons of teams, and they're going to do a team time trial start. So what the way that's going to work is everybody will be assigned a particular starting time each team, and every team will start on their own. So the team will just run together for the race, and that'll be the. That it's not not team time trial like you see in Tour de France where everybody has to finish, but everybody starts at the same time. And then at the end of the day, they take all of those times from all of those teams and they p- 
put them into a pot and go, okay, who placed where? That's so interesting. That is going to be a completely different dynamic. It is. Because some runners thrive on going solo. Yep. They thrive on, on setting their own pace, and they know how to push themselves and when to push themselves. Some athletes are just better racers. Yep. And so the athletes that are better racers – are going to be at a disadvantage. Mm-hmm. Unless they've format. got a teammate. Who True, but you usually that's... have that one that stands out. Yep. You've got that one that's out front usually. And so, mm-hmm. yeah, that'll be that'll be very interesting. You know, if – I know Lane. Yeah. Lane is better time trialer. He, yeah. He's better because Lane falls into the trap. He's gotten better at this, but he falls into the trap of he'll find the fastest guy and try to run their race. Yeah. And – that that's bad on these big mass starts. Same thing in triathlon. But um, that'd be fun. Well, I didn't know yeah. that. I, I saw yeah. your notes here, and I, I didn't even know that that was their announcement. So yep. how long is that going to take? Did they say what kind of time it's gonna be between? over. They're going to be over four days. Four days. The meet is going to take place over four days. There's also a college meet um, wow. in, in conjunction. So, yeah, it's it's going to be a long process, and they're going to they want they don't want people congregating, so they want people to come in, get warmed up run their race, go home. So there's no waiting to the end of the day for awards or anything like that. We'll just know later. So, And that's unfortunate because part of the fun of mm-hmm. those things is gathering sure. at the end. And Kids the love that race. Yeah, yeah. But um, it's a different year, so I'm sure that most kids would rather have that than nothing. Right. So Absolutely. So that's Take what good. we can get. So every week we share why running is so awesome. And this week, um, I, I alluded to this earlier. Um, kind of. Uh, so I want to say this. One reason running is so awesome is because it's something we can do on our own. We don't have to rely on somebody else to be a, a runner. Now, if you're a loner or you like to be alone, it's even better, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but it's kind of flexible like that. You can run with somebody. And I know there's a lady that I know, love her dearly. She won't run by herself. She will not run by her. She wants somebody to run with, and that's fine. I'm the other way around. I'm like most of the time, I just I just enjoy running mm-hmm. by myself. Um, but you can do either one, and so um, I do enjoy running with people too. I enjoy the conversation, and especially on a long run day, it's really fun to just kind of hang out with somebody for a yeah. Couple I mean, hours. I've, of course, if, if you've been listening to this podcast, you know I've been doing a lot of walking lately, and I try to walk a couple hours a day, and I love to be alone. Yeah. I love, I mean, it is time where I can listen to the other podcasts I listen to. It's the time where you can kind of have those frank conversations with God. You got nothing else to do. Mm-hmm. And usually, you know, our schedule gets us in trouble with regards to our quiet time a lot of times. And that that is truly a time that you can get alone with God and, and talk and worship and put your music in. Not not necessarily Lane's music. I can't worship to it. <laughs> but, you know, I'll... I'll Plop my favorite music in, and uh, yeah, that that is why running is so awesome because yeah. it's so flexible in what you do with that time. Because yes, you're running, but you can do a lot of other things with yeah. that time. Yeah, true. Well, the motivational thought of the week I thought was this: I, I started my story off in a very frank, with a very frank sentence, and so I wanted to have a motivational thought this week that went along with it. And here's the motivational thought of the week. Just shut up and run. (laughs) 
You know, a lot of times we make excuses on why we can't run. We're too tired. We're too, just shut up and run. Just go run. Just quit talking and just go do it. Uh, I've had that conversation. I remember when I was in high school, my high school coach was kind of that way. He was real matter of fact. It was like, you can whine and complain all you want, but just, just shut up and go run. Just, you know, and, and there's some wisdom in that. There's some wisdom. There's a lot of wisdom in that. Yeah. You know, I think we want to say that to our athletes sometimes. We don't necessarily say it that way nowadays, but. But yeah, I mean, that, at the end of the day, the the secret to success we say is consistency, and yep. so many times we're not consistent because we're making excuses over planning too much or we're overthinking it, and mm-hmm. just run, just run, just run. Just speaking of just doing something, um, if you want to connect with others that have similar interests to yours, at least as far as running or walking goes, and if you want to be uh, have others that are part of a running club. Now, if you're part of the run club, great. We appreciate everything that you are and who you mean, what you mean to us as a ministry. And of course, as a group, I think our group has great synergy. It's a lot of fun. If you're not part of the run club, I don't know what you're waiting for, uh, because I think you'll find a lot of support and a lot of, um, um, a lot of motivation mm-hmm. to continue to do what we do. And there's so much coming. And Mitchell talked a lot about those things before. So, all of those different media things and all of that for, for a price that is, is, is so low. Um, you know, there's a ton of stuff out there for $10 a month. 27 cents a day. 27 cents a day. You can find that in your car cushion That's or your couch cushion. Yeah, that's one of them. Yeah. I, I, I guess. Do people carry around change anymore? I don't know. I hear we got a shortage. You know, I didn't know we had a shortage yeah. until I was in... Lane and I were in Wisconsin for his triathlon a couple weeks ago, and we we were in Des Moines the weekend before, so we just stayed over the week and went on into Wisconsin, and so we had to do laundry one day, and the hotel we were staying in had a laundromat. Well, I went and loaded our clothes up, and I put the detergent in and everything, and then I was like, oh, I don't have I don't have any change, so I went down to the lobby and I said, I need to get five dollars worth of change, and she kind of snickered. And she said, "What? We don't have change." So, what do you mean you don't have change? Wow. She said, "There's a there's a change shortage." I said, "What do you mean there's a change shortage?" She said, "Have you not watched the news?" I said, "Evidently not that part." <laughs> um, but it took me about an hour to find change. I wow. had to get a little bit from. There was one store that would give you two dollars max in change. Wow. And the to, to do the laundry was like four twenty five or something. So I it took me about an hour. To round up $5 and change to uh My goodness. So, yeah, we don't even need your change. We're just illustrating this 27 cents a day to join this incredibly awesome group. Yeah. Uh, and that's not saying Dean and I. That's saying all the people who are in this group who make it so fun to be a part of week in and week out. Yeah, absolutely. So we hope you've enjoyed. Give us five-star reviews. Go out there. You know what helps. Give us feedback. Go to YouTube and subscribe and subscribe to the podcast. Make sure that you're getting us some way every week. And may God bless every step of every run. Now go out there and shine your light. Good job, Dean. For more information about the Run for God ministry, go to runforgod.com. If you have questions about your salvation, click on the Peace with God tab. There's nothing more important. Thanks for joining us today.